It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. everybody <laughs> I called Angela and I called Kelly Joe some crazy witch Roger Roger hello everybody, hello, everybody. Yeah. yeah well it's another well, edition of Grizz down the hunt with uh, I guess uh, just I Peter guess Marks and myself Marks yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Nigel. Welcome, Nigel. Welcome, Mary, Welcome Mary Kay Crawford. Kay Crawford. Veronica, Veronica Jenkins. Hello there. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Welcome show. To the show. We're going to have a blast. Never know what we're going to do. So what's going so on, what's Peter? Going on, Peter? Well, everything was fantastic tonight. And I ate dinner. And as I was going to wash my dishes, I had washed the floor. I slipped on the floor and I fell. So <laughs> my oh, back is, is out, good. but I didn't want to disappoint you. But uh, it's been it's been a very busy week, and I've been trying to think about all week what I'm most grateful for, because I I realize we have to right. we have to express gratitude for everything, the good and the bad that we have. So. Again, we have a lot to be grateful for, don't we? Absolutely. And speaking of being grateful, I'm still getting an echo on your end. You got another app open? I don't think so. YouTube, Facebook. I just want to give a shout out to all the admins and moderators. Let me go live in their Facebook group. And also, for some reason, yeah, it's much better. Uh, still getting low echo, but uh, I don't know why the Facebook stars, ladies and gentlemen, is not working. Yeah, it's still echo. It's like I'm talking to myself. Uh, but uh, I'll throw some links out there and a super thanks for YouTube. Thank you all. That really does make a difference. But yeah, there's a big echo. Are you sure you don't got a setting set wrong or something? No, I've got nothing. Oh, I've got an air conditioner on. No. no. It's like I'll say something, I'll say something. And, it and it repeats. Oh, I don't hear it. I don't hear it, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Let's no, see here. Make I sure it's not on my end. I'm wondering where my dear friends are. Let's see here. Uh, so, let me mute you and uh, testing, testing. Yep, it's on your end. I just muted I your, mic. your mic. It's on mine. Yep. Check your you mic. Hello. Hello. There is Angela There's Ford. Angela welcome, Ford. everybody, and welcome, Angela Ford. There she is. Hello. So we're getting a little, little delay in a mic there, there and, uh, and uh, try to get Peter to, to, get fix, to fix real quick. quick. Ryder says Peter Ryder sounds, sounds okay. okay. Is Kelly going to be able the reverb? No. I called her a half an hour ago and she said there were storms in Florida and she was going to try to make it. Hmm. 
Yeah, when Angela, Angela talks, talks Angela, say something. Hello, how's everybody today? I'm echoing. Yeah, it says Peter doesn't echo just you, Chris. So right. Uh, so when I'm you, Peter, now I don't echo. So it tells me it's on Peter's end. See, I don't echo. But am so I still I, echoing? No, because uh, I got Peter. Mike, I got Peter muted. So. So he's got an extra setting set. See? I don't know it's open because everything is closed. You want me to try to check the settings? Yeah, check your mic settings and down the settings at the bottom bar. I'm going to mute you so we don't hear the reverb, but yeah. But yeah, just check your settings real quick. You may have to reboot. That may take it. That may take care of us. How are you doing, Angela? Welcome to the show. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? So doing good, doing good. So, yeah, doing real good. Hot outside, so. Very hot. All right, let's see what Peter does. No? No. This is the second time coming on. Did you reboot? If Peter using speakers rather than computer sound, that can cause it. Oh, I'm using... Um, let me see speakers i'm using my speaker all right i turned it down testing that's not I as can't bad hear can... anybody, but i turned it down try to reboot try to yeah see if you can reboot there and we'll get him fixed uh, so yeah he's, he's probably got a setting off so how is everything coming along with you with Peter or with me? You? Fine. Um, fine. I can't. Everything's fine. I mean, I'm just kind of just, I don't know. I think, um, I don't know. I mean, it's intense. I, I guess it's intense. What is there? Seven planets in retrograde? I mean, I feel it, but I'm just trying to plug through. Yeah, right. Everybody's in an uproar about Hawaii right now. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If Peter has some headphones, earbuds, usually uh, Peter don't echo. So it's usually uh, uh, probably his extra setting on a mic or something is usually what it is. But uh, but no. But, uh, so uh, Kelly Joe's not going to be able to make it or something? Is that what he was saying? Hmm. Yeah. I hope she makes it. I mean, she still may make it if that stops... I like your background, Grizzly. Thank you. You look good, Grizzly. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, you look um, very well rested. You look healthy. You don't have the, uh, you just look like you don't have that much. You look relaxed. What are you doing? You look very relaxed. No, I'm trying doing? to be relaxed, you know, just going with the flow, wherever the energy takes me, and you know. So that's what I've been doing. So, yeah, I've been doing all right. So... You look really nice. You look like an enlightened Thank being. Thank you. Just, you know, taking care of business and doing the shows and everything and, uh, and thanking everybody for helping out and and uh, the watchers and viewers and everything. So uh, Peter's doing his thing and I'll throw out some links for everybody to click on and, and uh, the super thanks for uh, YouTube and so forth and links to follow me and Spotify links. And but other than that, I've been doing pretty well. I can't complain. 
So can't complain at all. So that's for sure. So anything interesting going on? Are you getting your book? There's Peter. He's back. Yeah, same echo. I don't know. I pressed all the buttons, cancellation, whatever. Hey, Gary. Welcome to the show. So is it still bad? Yeah. Now, whatever you just did took care of it. Well, no, it's still there. It's still there? Yeah. Oh, what, do you got your, just, what do you got your mindset on? Um, let me see. I'll go back in the settings. Let me see. Hi, Denise. Hi, Gary. Welcome to the show. Gene Hudson, welcome to the show. Sounds like I'm in uh, Peter's background, and I'm sitting right next to him. Peter, you stopped it, whatever you just did. What? Yep, you stopped it. I stopped it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I pressed everything I could find. Yeah, whatever you did, <laughs> it's gone. So, yeah. Okay. So There you go. As long as I can, because my back is hurting me from falling. But uh, so, uh, how are you two doing this week? Doing good, doing good. Uh, Angela, he fell mopping the floor. Go figure. Say that yeah. again. Peter fell. Oh, are you okay, Peter? I don't know. I actually was mopping the floor after dinner, and I turned around to squeeze out the mop. And my right foot uh, gave way on the, because uh, the floor was still wet and I fell on the floor. So I'm hoping I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, my back is in pain, but yeah, we'll see how Poor long. Guy. Oh my goodness. Can't yeah. catch a break, can you? What's that? Can't catch a break, can you? I can't catch a break. Denise, thank you. So it's been, you know, I've been concentrating this week on, um, oh God, gratitude. I've been trying to think all week what I'm most grateful for. And I was thinking about the show and I was thinking about people in my life. And I realized if we express gratitude every day, for even the simplest things, spiritually, the angels hear us and they give us, us more blessings. And I truthfully believe that. They want to know every day I'm grateful. I, I, I thank the guides. I thank food and shelter, the show, everything. And it seems to come back. So I want to put that out to your listening and viewing audience for people if you do express gratitude then if they do if they see miracles from expressing gratitude because a lot of us take for granted all the wonderful things that happen in our lives yes we actually do and i do believe in that and i'm thankful for everybody that actually uh, hello nana boss welcome to the show 
and I'm very thankful for everybody, you know, uh, that donates and helps out to the, to the show. And, uh, and I'll say this and, you know, and I got a message earlier today and, uh, yesterday and it was a dollar 99, you know, and to me, ladies and gentlemen, that's like a thousand dollars. Okay. And you know, it's, it, it means a lot to me. So don't worry about it. It, it, it the stuff like that adds up. So that means a lot. It shows gratitude, and it wasn't for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. I wouldn't be able to do this and have Peter and Angela and everybody else on here. So, yes, thank you all. It adds up. So, yes, thank you, thank you. I'm glad you all attend the shows and interact and sometimes put us in the ditch a couple of times here and there. Uh, I'm going to have to go figure out how to get a tow truck on the show. But yes, <laughs> right. Yes, uh, they uh, sometimes Rebecca and uh, some people grabs the wheel, Peter, and uh, and puts me in the ditch, and I cannot get out. So yes, but Allison says I'm grateful for every day. So am I. Uh, Veronica, what put what uh, what you put out in the world? Would you get back in karma? I do believe in karma. Trust me. Oh, uh, that is the truth. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, so. yeah. I was just I wanted to uh, uh, actually talk about this. I had somebody during the week who I read for. They're quite wealthy, and I said to them, "Can I know your secret?" And she said to me, "Peter, it isn't a secret." She said, "Before something is given to me." I express gratitude for it before it happens, and then I actually visualize it unfolding, and then it happens. And she said to me, she gives out all this positive energy, and I think that's what the, the secret to the universe is. If, if we see something, instead of being envious of other people, if we see something that we really want, and we feel that it's going to benefit us as well as the world. And we're grateful for it before we even manifest it. We get it. Right. You're quite welcome. Thank you. I, Thank you. I had a friend that couldn't, she had arthritis and, I mean, she would just thank God every day that she could get up and her hands moved and she could drive. But I mean, even health, you've got to be thankful for everything every little thing and i'm realizing that even when you know i i learn lessons from all the health issues and then when people call me and they say to me peter we're so grateful for you and the guides and the information that comes from the other dimension i'm grateful every time i do a reading because i know the guides come to me they feed me information even when I do readings on here with Angela, I actually have my guides from heaven come in and they assist. And I'm very, uh, I'm grateful because this universe is actually mind boggling. Everything that goes on every day is mind boggling. Can you imagine one major source of energy is controlling this whole cosmic uh, sphere? It, it, it really, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And even the things that you do, Grizzly, with your with your background and finding missing persons 
and what Angela does with her readings. I mean, we all have our own gifts. And where did that come from? God gave it to us in our soul. So I'm grateful for everything. Yeah, so am I. And that, that's a good way to put it. So absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. There's a lot of people are agreeing with you, Peter, in the audience. So yes, they're they're very thankful. So yeah. yes, we ought so to be thankful I. for a lot of things. And yes, and you can manifest your own own destiny. And I believe in that as well. Yeah, because, you know, we look at these, not that I'm putting them on pedestals, but we look at people like the Rothschilds and the Vanderbilts and the Whitney's and all these very wealthy people. And I've often said, what do they know that I haven't realized? And then when I've had some of the dealings to connect with some very wealthy people, they tell me they're grateful for everything. They are grateful and they give back. They take some of their money and they give back to charities. And that's what I'm hoping to do one day. I do it now, but I'm hoping to even do it more so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest, there's a lot of things that I couldn't do if it wasn't for the people out in the audience. I'm not going to dismiss any anybody. You know, and that's why I said earlier, you know, when, when I got that message, it, it broke my heart. You know, it's like a dollar ninety nine is all I could afford. And I was like, I wasn't even expecting that. And to me, that's like a thousand dollars, ladies and gentlemen. You know, so I mean it's any amount, you know, and Rebecca knows and uh she's a very big supporter, like everybody else, and and you know, and it it doesn't matter. It it's it's the thought that counts and all that money goes back into doing what we what i love and what we all love and is to produce shows and have stuff on here for everybody to come on and open up their heart and have readings and so forth that it, that's it, what's what we're here for exactly now denise i try to manifest balls it does work it doesn't matter what it's be i'm not a quitter that is right and don't don't ever give up you know, they, they taught us in law enforcement, you know. Um, you never, ever give up. Even though that uh, you may take your last breath, you are going to take out that enemy. You know, yes. don't you ever, ever give up. And and uh, there have been law enforcement officers, ladies and gentlemen, that has a superficial wound, a minor wound, that thought that was the end of the world and I end up expiring mm -hmm. because they thought it was the end of the world and it wasn't. And then there's people that, you know, are not supposed to survive uh, their wounds and they come out like a miracle. So yes, don't ever, mm -hmm. ever get up no matter what it is in life. Yeah. So, and, and that's a very, you know, lesson that's always stuck with me in law enforcement. So, uh, yeah, Rebecca, or Jean Hudson, Rebecca, I'm in Upper Michigan. They're telling us we're going to get snow in September this year. Wow. 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 Man, I tell you, between the fires and the weather and everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing this in Connecticut. The leaves are starting to change. 
So I don't know. So let me ask you all this. So since you don't got the inside scoop, I've I've got a a, a little feeling <laughs> on this. And, uh, was that fire in in Hawaii? Was that uh, intentional or is that accidental? Well, from what my guides are telling me, guides have said to me without blaming anybody. Um, the guide said they do not believe that it was um, an act of God. They That's what I thought. That. that what it was not. It yes. was not an act of God. What was it, the, the wiring or whatever? Yeah, they're, they're actually talking to me about connections with Illuminati and nefarious um global agencies and when my guides tell me this i tend to feel that they are they're telling me the truth um it didn't it didn't just happen yeah yeah uh i i got the same feeling when when i saw certain videos that were taken down immediately off the internet uh that struck me and, and I, I picked up on a few things but i wasn't for sure because you know i doubt a lot of things so i just yeah that was awful and then we got more fires going and you know again somewhere else and and it's like these fires you're talking about out in california we've got california now we got them in i, I want to say why quebec Quebec and Canada again? Oh, and, yeah, and, yeah. In Canada too, yeah. The guides are talking to me about controlling the population, the global population. That's what they just said to me. So I'm not surprised about it because I've heard this from many empathic, intuitive people. Um, it, I, without blaming any one person, I. I think this is how we deal with the issues as I also believe that the COVID-19 and the variations and the mutations was not uh, an accident in uh, Wuhan, China. I do believe that there was human, uh, we did have assistance from governments and I'll take that with me to my grave. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the stuff is going on, uh, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, are starting to uh, think about issuing a mask mandate here in, in Kentucky. So, oh, what, again? Uh, start to uh, think about issuing a mask mandate here in Kentucky. Yeah, I, I started wearing mine again. You know, right now, also, I wanted to say this to you. My guides are also telling me that what's going on politically with one of our ex-presidents is a way of camouflaging what's going on behind the scenes in Washington. Oh, yeah, and I figured. I, I, I believe all this, you know, with the third and fourth indictments and with the coming up with the, this is all a way of playing around with the uh, the masses and getting our minds off of, who's running Washington and what's going on with the Democrats, the Republicans, 
and deliver. It, it, it's all it's all a way of controlling us. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, G-Man. Yeah, I know. I know, Gary. Interesting. Yeah, so that's my um, that's my belief. And many times the guides have said to me, Peter, you're getting a little too wild with your conspiracy theories, but why didn't a lot of these things happen in the past? Why weren't there massive fires in Hawaii, in California, all over? Why didn't these natural disasters happen before? It doesn't make sense. Hello, Mort. Welcome to the show. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of things. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't have to take off my socks and shoes to, to add, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, I'm not an MD, PhD, medical doctor, or rocket scientist, or anything like that. But I, I'm not saying I'm a conspiracy theorist by all means, but I'm just saying that there's a lot of things that just don't add up in my book. That's all. Well, there's so. a lot of things that don't add up. And also, if we go back in time and we listen or read about uh, Michael Nostradamus, uh, who is one of the most brilliant minds in our history, he was also a doctor, a lot of the things that are happening today, uh, Nostradamus predicted God what is it in the 12th century uh a lot of these things are happening and i was even talking to somebody earlier i had a reading uh, of course i won't mention it was the confidentiality but one of my clients had a connection with uh fauci from the uh previous administration and all these people with the you know, with, with Trump's administration, Fauci got into trouble, all of this stuff that was going on, Dr. Bird, Fauci. So I I tend to, I'm not going to go too much into it because too many things uh, do not make sense. And it appears that something greater is uh, actually dictating to the government and uh, health. We've got, what, 8 billion people in the world internationally? So. Alexa, how many people's in the world? According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the world population today is approximately 7.99 billion. Yeah, all right, 7.99 billion. So, yeah, 8, so eight, eight billion. billion. Yeah. 8 billion people. So, with 8 billion people. Uh, even in the United States, you know, we're running into problems with Social Security. If anybody should know all this, and I'm sure Angela does, work for the government, all these things now we're borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. Where's all the money coming from? Now, you really think, Peter, that Angela's going to sit here and chime in? No, I, I know really, Angela can't say a word. Look I at her. Angela Look at her. She can't word. say nothing. 
I know that. I realize that, but I, I'm just saying for the. That's people, why that reminds me of that song on the uh, or turn the page. Now, what Remember? do you want me to say? Now, what do you want? Do you think that there's conspiracy? I don't think there's as much conspiracy. No, I just know that you are bound by certain powers to be that you're limited in what you are able to say, regardless of how you feel and not feel about certain things in life. I don't believe all the conspiracies, no, Angela. Uh, no, but there are some things that were done. There were things that were done wrong by our government. I know that. Yeah. I know that. When I worked for the FBI, I mean, you can They were doing the. Um, okay, years and years and years ago, before whenever there was Vietnam, whenever we had Vietnam. The, right. There really was this Cold War. I mean, we hated the Soviets and they hated us. And we were there was a race. And um, we went into Vietnam because we thought that communism was going to spread. And we did dirty, rotten things. We spot, you know, we tapped our own people. We spied on our own people. We accused people of doing things that they, you know, that they weren't doing. And things were done that were wrong. Now, I entered the intelligence community after that whole um, Vietnam mess. They had to clean up their, I mean, Congress stepped in and they put laws out. They said, you cannot wire U.S. citizens. You can't spy on your own people. And there are certain things that you cannot do. Now, I'm not saying that the government's clean or, or they're not doing it, but there are there are rules in place. They are bound by certain things. And I know that when I worked as a psychic for the government, Congress came in and said, you can have a psychic program, but see the CIA had a psychic program and they were feeding their people LSD. They were, they were trying to control the mind and they wanted to know what the mind was doing. So uh, the CIA was involved in it probably since 1930s to the 1950s or 60s or even 70s. Right. Well, what happened was, is these people that were all LSD, I think somebody jumped out of a window and killed themselves. So Congress came in and told the CIA, stop the psych, stop it because, you know, you're killing people. So when, when military intelligence went in and said, we want to do a program, you know, Congress says you can have a program, but you're only going to be doing remote viewing. That you're not going to look for aliens. You're not going to. You're not going to try to figure out if there's life on other planets. Your contract will be strictly remote viewing. We were also bound uh, over at the Pentagon. There were a group of lawyers, uh, the general counsel. And we had human use laws that they could not, they could not do anything. They could not do anything to our brains. And we were bound by um, human use laws, uh, certain restrictions. And whenever we were working and our work had to be, there was an oversight board, meaning when we remote viewed, the oversight board had to look to see what we were doing to make sure that we weren't being cheating or leading. The, so there was a lot in place <laughs> for us based on, based on problems of the past. So a lot of people always think that 
<coughs> there was a lot more going on with our program than there was. But we, I can remember there was one guy, he brought in a... Um, <coughs> a deprivation tank because we mm -hmm. had we had a building where we would go remote view it was separate than where we worked and he brought this deprivation tank in and put it in the remote viewing building and i mean you know the general counsel came in and said get that thing out of there because if you're in it it can change i guess it kind of put it can kind of change you or or whatever they didn't even like that now Wow. When we remote viewed, we would go in with other people who would take notes, and we called those people monitors. They would take our note. They would take notes. Well, actually, what they were doing is they would kind of try to help us get into a meditative or a self hypnotic state, so we could report the information. But when we would go to Congress or if we went to General Counsel, we would say we put ourselves in a self hypnotic state. I wouldn't say that, well, I went to the remote viewing room with Peter and he, he hypnotized me and put, I mean, th there were things that you had to watch. So, so I, that's what I'm just saying that everybody thinks that this program, there was a lot of goofy stuff going on, which there really wasn't. No, now no. what the CIA was doing was dangerous and goofy and they really didn't care about human life. Wow. And I do know I was at the FBI at the time whenever it came in. And they said, you know, I mean, you can't do wiretap. I mean, what were they doing? Wiretapping Jane Fonda because yes. she was against the war. I mean, that stuff stopped, which surprised yes. me after 9-11 that they allowed the wiretapping to start up again. That completely floored me. Right. Um, and of course, and of course, they're not why I mean, of course. They're not wiretapping everybody or anybody, but they feel if there's somebody suspicious, they want. See, that completely surprised me that they did that because I was surprised. Now, um, the problem with our pro country is we never fought an unconventional war. So I think whenever 9-11 happened and it was it was an unconventional war, I think the powers that be, it was the only thing, it was the only thing they could do was something, well, let's just, let's just see what people are saying. We can gather information that way. But I think they did it because they don't know how to fight an unconventional war. And that's been our problem since Vietnam. And that we're still building airplanes and ships. I mean, we have the most nuclear ships we have nuclear ships in our inventory more so than any other country. Why do we need them? So we're we we're building aircraft, we're building ship that and and yet things are going more in an unconventional war. So that's because of our lobbyists, you know, they keep wanting to build. So I mean, right. we have problems. We have problems and some of it's not nice and I'm saying that um I mean, I've I've seen it where you know, we were friends with certain leaders of certain countries, and then whenever you're done getting the information from them, then you turn on them, and they're your enemy. That's not right. It's like having, it's like we're all friends, and then and then I tell Peter, I don't like Grizzly anymore. Let's go beat up on him. I mean, that's not right. And that's- not my Grizzly. 
Yeah, it's yeah. a mentality. It's the C. I, I always call that the CIA mentality because that's how the CIA thinks. Like, oh, you're our friend today. Let's get what we can out of you, yeah, and then when yeah. we want to take over your country, we're going to come knock the crap right out of you and take over. They did it in Panama. They did it in Iraq. Um, yes. When 9-11 happened, we should have gone to Afghanistan, not to Iraq, but we went oh, to yeah, Iraq. Yeah. It was a trumped up excuse to get in there because they had more infrastructure in there that we could destroy. What that they didn't have the infrastructure in Afghanistan like they did in in Iraq. I mean, Afghanistan is nothing but made of rocks and mountains. What are you going to kill me? What are you going to shoot down? Nothing. So, I mean, I believe, I mean, we were wrong. I mean, we are wrong. And I'm not, we were, were wrong in so many things. But there's also good, there's also good. I mean, I don't know. There's also good. I mean, I know people that, believe it or not, high up people, they don't want war. I mean, people in their right mind. But but I do believe that there's other there's other negative forces out there that, like you say, what do you call it, Peter, the what? The Illuminati? Yeah, I feel like that's still out there probably. Yes. But that's but isn't that kind of even higher up than the United States? Isn't the Illuminati like worldwide? The Illuminati is global. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not just the United States. States. It's all the major leading countries, military and wealthy. Yeah, the Illuminati is all part of that. That goes back to 1776, the Illuminati. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're just, the United States is just a pawn in all of that. I mean, we're exactly. little. We're exactly. little. We're in a pawn when you. When you compare yes. all of that, so how do we fight that? It's like you've got to use your spirituality. You've got to, that's how you fight that. It's through the spirituality and the yes. involvement. Yeah. Now, now somebody has a question for you. Okay. Gene Hudson says, Angela, what is your opinion on talking about aliens opening in Congress? Well, it's about time. Because I think that the government denied and denied and denied the alien situation because they kept saying, "Oh, we don't want you not, we don't want people to know. It'll it'll bring fear. It'll bring fear." And I know people that worked in the basement of the Pentagon, and that's where they do the alien studies. And they said that they would have like new administrations come in every time there's a new president that comes in, then they get a new secretary of defense. And these people that were studying aliens would not, they probably had the highest clearances. There's different levels of clearances. So these people that were studying aliens had the highest of clearances and they would be approached by people saying, are you going to brief? Are you going to talk about aliens to the secretary of defense? And these people would say, oh, no, oh, no, he doesn't have the clearances. Well, he's the secretary of defense. You know, he has the clearances. Or they would say, oh, no, oh, no, he wouldn't understand. Well, that got old. And I think that... Um, I think that it is a good thing they're talking about it. The only thing I don't like is 
Now, this is what I don't like. If you listen to Congress, the first guy that got up and said, well, we need to know if these people, if, you know, aliens do exist. And then we have to look at what is the threat and how do we, you know, he looked at it very negative. Like, what is the threat? And how do we, we have to make sure that we'd be able to, we can fight these guys. And I'm like, are you kidding me? If the aliens come, their technology is like beyond what we could even imagine. And we're going to fight the aliens. Well, after we, they got through all of that, then they had people uh, talking about their experiences with aliens. And then I like that when people were saying, well, they saw a being and, and all of this and all of that. But what was it? But um, I think it's about time. And and you can credit that to Biden. I mean, Biden did that. Yes. Yeah. I think they were trying to get Obama. Obama, they almost brought it out. But Obama wouldn't bring it out. I think he was just too afraid. He was too afraid. Yeah, I think there was a threat against him for doing it. But yeah, you know, it's funny because uh, that's fascinating. Uh, told us, Angela. Um, I, I know now, even with the guys are telling me, we do have aliens here. We it, It's irrevocable. We can't repudiate it because... They've been coming here for centuries. I mean, you can look at the pyramids in Giza. You can look at uh, places in Mexico where we have the We didn't have the technology. Man, our uh, mankind back then didn't have the technology to build these colossal pyramids. So I think you have to be naive to feel that we have not been visited by extraterrestrial uh, beings. But that was fascinating, what you conveyed from the government, uh, Angela. Thank you. So, Eric, you said that other people have, I just don't remember, but no other president has ever said, let's do a study on it. Yeah. I mean, maybe. That's the whole thing, the study. Uh, yes. Whenever Biden came out and said, okay, let's do a study on there. Let's find out what's going on. Yeah, maybe. I mean, sure. I think, I think Obama made fun of, a, I mean, he. Obama said something like, well, I don't I don't know if they exist or not, but I don't have time to think about that or something. I mean, he kind of fluffed it off. And maybe well, other presidents yeah. did bring it up, but Biden was like, look, let's bring this out in the open. Let's find out what's going on, because there are reports of unidentified. Unidentified, absolutely. When I was growing up in upstate New York, we used to see uh, UFOs all the time. We knew they weren't planes because they would go in a circular motion. Uh, they wouldn't go forward. So um, I think right now, the guides are telling me right now, the aliens that are coming back are peaceful. They are oh, yeah. They, have, they were the ones that helped us build the civilization. Correct. They've got to come back and help us so we don't destroy it again, which is what we're doing. Which what we're doing, exactly. That's why they're coming back now. Because the trajectory that we are on right now is self-destruct. That's what we're doing. We've, we've destroyed civilizations before. We're doing it again. We're doing it again, yes. Yeah. That was a good question. And it, it, it's pretty, it's sad. But, you know, at night, the guides come to me and they go, do not worry about the aliens because they don't mean us any harm they're much more advanced than we are in technology and medicine 
another field. So if man can put his ego aside and realize that they're here to help us continue our, uh, to exist, um, I think that's what we all need to know. And I also think things are changing globally because more and more people are citing UFOs um, and talking about, and we have the technology, we can film it. We, right. Before, we didn't have that. We didn't have that, exactly, exactly. So I yeah. think it's exciting. It is very exciting. Yeah. Somebody said that, um, somebody made a remark about they what Congress passed over about the aliens living, I don't know. I mean, I just think anything that they're talking about it, they already saved the planet once. That's right, Gene. And I think they saved it more than once. More than once. Yeah. So I think it's interesting. But um, I do know that, um, I mean, I do understand the government can be dirt. I mean, I understand that. But I also feel, it's like when I worked for the government, I think there was there's a lot of dark energy there's a lot of dark energy in the government, but you know, you have people in there that have the good light and they'll fight it. it was, it's, it's a fight. It's a fight. Well, you know something I was studying. This is true. There's a book. I was studying the way Washington, the paradigm of how Washington was set up with the buildings. Do you know if you, if you trace it, there are actually, and this is true. I've seen it in books. There are, buildings that lead to other buildings underneath there's a whole world underneath those buildings and supposedly i'm not going to say i believe it that there was a lot of demonic demonic activity with the establishment of washington well we're on a swamp first of all and you can always yes. see that uh, i don't know why they should have left the capital in philadelphia i think right. it would have been better um, but Gene is asking, do you believe aliens are an angelic? Maybe so. I mean, I believe they can be. I believe they can be, yes. Yeah. Yeah, if they, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that, um, and we, yeah, if they left the capital yes. in Philadelphia, it'd be a whole other energy. It would just be it a whole be other energy. It would be a whole energy. different energy. And I have the chart. On Washington, believe it or not, I've never said this, the chart on Washington is all about power. It's all power. It's all about greed and power and controlling the masses in the world. One day, maybe I can with Chris to bring up the chart and I can go over it. But the chart is, Philadelphia is much more egalitarian uh washington dc is very nefarious very well it was it's ruled by uranus right yes i yes. used to live in dc it was a wild energy i mean it's you never wild started. energy yes yeah i lived in virginia i lived in washington dc and now i live in maryland but when i lived in dc it was a uranus energy and anything and everything could have happened at every minute you're always you're just always up. Now I'm sort of, I think Maryland's ruled by Taurus. So you got that more of yes. that slow motion. Um, 
Yeah. And I okay. and I don't know Virginia could be cancer. Virginia was weird. That was it was a weird state. They're very um I don't know. It's kind of weird a little bit. It, it is it is very strange, but yeah, it um there you know, Connecticut at one point was one of the wealthiest states. Maryland now is the wealthiest state in the union. So the energies have shifted. What what's what 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 who what what astrological sign rules Connecticut? Capricorn. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. But um I can remember whenever I worked for the FBI, um, they had the gun. Remember now this was back in the late seventies, like nineteen seventy-nine, eighty, eighty-one, and they were still doing that Warren Commission. Do you remember what the Warren Commission was? Oh, absolutely. I remember studying the gun. It was like, was president was this um a conspiracy that killed President Kennedy, or Kennedy. was this one, or you know, or was this done alone by one man, Lee Harvey Oswald? Well, the gun that, that killed Kennedy that Lee Harvey Oswald was, that was that was one of the exhibitions. So right. when we came up to that, the Warren Commission was going on. And now what the commission was asking was. When Kennedy was shot, he he was he was shot more than once. Yes. So okay, and so he was shot, shot, shot. Okay, bang, bang, bang. And what they were saying that it was coming from like one coming from different directions. So and the shots were close together. So what they were saying more or less was it had to have come from a different gun, a different person. And right. in the meantime, the Warren Commission was studying this and they didn't want and they didn't really want anything out of the bag. So we would come up to this gun and they would say, you're going to be asked by the public, can this gun shoot so many bullets in so many seconds? Meaning that if it that and we were supposed to say yes, meaning that if we said yes, then it looked like Leo Harvey Oswald was the, was the only person that shot Kennedy. I mean, we were told, they go, you're going to be asked that question and just say yes, because that study was still going on. And that was the question about that gun. What is the capability of that gun? And we were told to just tell the public yes. So that was, in a way, it was lying, even though they didn't have the result. It was a lie. But was it, Ruby was also part of that conspiracy. Who? Wasn't he Jack Ruby? Well, at the time that Kennedy was killed, the CIA was using mafia people. The CIA was, and also CIA really didn't like Kennedy because they thought he was soft on communism. Right. They were the ones that remember they said, oh, do get the cute get these Cubans to go down to Cuba. And as soon as they go down, all the Cubans will rise against Castro. Well, he did that and they didn't rise against Castro. And all those people, those Cubans, those radicals that went, they got killed and it was Kennedy's fault. So when well, the, he felt yeah, bad about it and he listened to the military, he listened to the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So right. then you had the soviet missiles in cuba and those military people kept saying bomb cuba just put the put the bomb kill and 
and Kennedy said, and Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy said, do you really want to be known as an administration that started World War III? And he said, and Kennedy said, no. And he said, and besides, I listened to those, you know, I listened to those people before and I don't want to listen to them again. So it was done a certain way where they didn't have to go to war. Plus, after Kennedy didn't go to war, his his I guess his rating raised up, where he was um, he was very popular. Well, I think the CIA wanted Kennedy to do away with the guy that was the head of Indonesia because they wanted that guy out. And Kennedy said nope, and he gave him a um, state dinner because Kennedy felt that this guy would be good for Indonesia. Well. The CIA wanted their guy in. And I think the CIA killed Kennedy because they thought he was too soft on communism. So they killed him. And then they had Jack Ruby, who was uh, part of the mafia, to kill Lee Harvey Oswald. And I wouldn't be surprised if... um, I wouldn't be surprised if Bobby Kennedy, if even that was a conspiracy. Well, what the guys are telling me is that President Kennedy... Put Bobby Kennedy as Attorney General. He was appointed Attorney General at the time, and Bobby Kennedy was determined. This is what's coming from them. Bobby Kennedy was determined to infiltrate Cuba. I think it was Batista. Was it Batista back then? No, it would have been Castro. Oh, Castro. And Bobby Kennedy was determined to take out all of the big mafia leaders in Cuba and in also in Las Vegas. And the guys are telling me what happened was the CIA got together with the government and created this and President Kennedy. So, oh, they wanted they wanted Kennedy so. out. They said he was too soft on communism. So right. he, then they get rid of him. They get get rid of Bobby Kennedy, Nixon's Kennedy. president, and he goes to China. And yes. who now? And and nobody's worried what Nixon is doing in China, and nobody knows what he's talking about. But because right. he is perceived as a hardliner, it's okay for Nixon to go to China. But I see, and I think too during that time. The United States never lost a war. We won World no. War One. We world. We won World War Two. We won the yes. Korean War. I mean, we. I mean, we had. We were the best nation there was, and nobody was going to tell us what to do. And the way that we looked at communism in the Soviet Union, I mean, leaders looked at them like they were nothing but dogs. Dog. I mean, that's how much they were hated. And Kennedy came along, and I think after the Cuban Missile Crisis, yes, he said, "Look, he said communism is going to exist in the world. So why don't we just try to get along?" And while he was supposed to come back from Dallas. And he had he was going to go to Cuba and meet with Castro to open up trade. So when you look at it at that time, it was so anti-communism. And there was Kennedy trying, you know, like so. I, I and I still think Bobby Kennedy there because Bobby Kennedy. I mean, by the time he was running, he he did a hundred and eighty degree turn from being somewhat moderate conservative to very liberal, like get us right. out of Vietnam, minorities need rights. 
you know, exactly. he was, and and that was that was like, well, that was too much for the that was too much for the CIA. Yeah, so, yeah, I believe all that happened because why did they close the file? They said the file had to be sealed for thirty years and before it could be opened. And I believe in the past couple of years was the first time that they actually allowed the file to be opened. But there had to be. And I, I, I felt this from the beginning when I was a child. I said to my parents, I remember, there's more than one assassin. And there was, but they had to stage this whole thing because Kennedy, Robin Kennedy was not well liked at all by the, uh, the what you would call it, the mafia. He was not. Oh like no, because he was the attorney general. He was putting everybody in jail, and he exactly. was a hardliner. He was a cop. He, he a had a cop's mentality. He was a cop. You know, there's good and there's bad, and let's bad. get after. And then I think, as he after Ken after his brother died, and he worked. You know, he worked for the state of New York. He started to see, like I guess you know the um, the minorities were saying, "Hey, look, we don't have." We can't get hired because, you know, we're in the minority. I mean, then he started fighting for minority rights, but I think they always did because somebody told me that yeah. when Kennedy, when when Robert Kennedy was the head of Justice Department, he would walk through the v FBI because I used to work with the FBI, who, and they said he would report back to President Kennedy and say, "There's no minorities, There's you know, no you got to get minorities." So I mean, I think. They just said something else to me. Joseph P. Kennedy, with the bootlegging, he was connected with the mob. And the mob money put money into having uh, Kennedy elected. So what in actuality had happened to them, they gave all this money for the election. They actually bought the election, Joseph P. Kennedy, and then the government uh, President Kennedy and Robert Kennedy turned on the, the same people that supported. No, that no, no. It was out of West Virginia. Uh, Joseph Kennedy paid off the West Virginia. He he went into West Virginia. Wasn't, Kennedy, that, wasn't there a connection though with Joseph B. Kennedy and the he he, he went into bootlegging back then? It was against the law. Yeah, but I just said there was a connection with. Cosa Nostra and Joseph P. Kennedy. I don't know. I'm sure Kennedy was involved with. I'm sure Joseph Kennedy was involved with the Irish Mafia. Yes. And, and the yeah, in the Irish Mafia, my God, they're worse than the Italian Mafia. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and they did have, and I think it was West Virginia. They Joseph Kennedy bought the election in West Virginia. Right. Yeah. So then, then there's then you know Kennedy comes out. He's president, and then you have Bobby going. Well, he was going um, crazy. Well, see, this was Bobby Kennedy was really going after the mafia, not when he was attorney general, but right whenever he was just working for the state. He was going after the mob. The mob. He then, was going after the mob. Yeah. Which probably, yeah, and that was very ironic because there his father was working for it, but um. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's just, amazing. It, it's yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Now they got Robert Kennedy Jr. running, and I don't know, but sometimes he makes some sense to me. A lot of people seem to like him. I'm surprised that he 
the donations he's receiving already. What do you think about that, Grizzly? It's very interesting. I know that. I I, I don't know. Uh, I really don't think Trump's going to be elected president. I'm sorry. I don't see that happening. No, Trump, he signed his own death with the fourth indictment. I think this was the fourth. You know what? It's going to be hard to get him on that inciting the riot. Yes. The That's difficult. That's so difficult. Where they're going yes. to get him is the classification documents because they have pictures. And, because the top and, secret. And the vault. Yes. And, the, and, that's, and I think that's where they're going to get him. I think the rest is a little bit iffy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with them. It's fascinating. It's and there's fascinating. so many Republicans running that they're split. Okay, so Trump has 33% base. He has he has his supporters, and no matter what he does, they're going to stick to him, and they're going to vote gonna, for him. And support him. Yes. Okay, but the rest of the percentage is all split up between those all those other candidates. They should just have pick one candidate to run against Trump. And then I think the Republicans would have more of a chance because Trump won the election because he had the 33%, then he had the undecided. He had the undecided went to him. Now that undecided, that's what put Biden in. But, and I think that Kennedy's trying to uh, get that get that Trump. He's trying to pull that Trump base. And I think he's trying to, make peace between the factions so i don't know i mean to me when i look when i listen to kennedy and look what he's going after he's smart he's not he's not dumb no no he's not and and he had the answer to the um he's he went down to the border you know with all the immigrants coming in or whatever yeah and you know he said oh he said now i don't know if we need something so drastic as a wall to say, you know, this is us. And, you know, he said, but we do have to protect our borders. And he said, he said, the problem is, is these illegals come over here and there's not enough immigration judges. So an immigration comes in and he's ready to cross the border. And they, and so they ask him these questions and then it's, under, they can't make up their mind whether to leave the guy in or let him, or no, you can come in or yes, you can, or no, go back home. And yeah. there aren't enough judges to make the decision. I guess they have judges right there. So so if a decision is not made whether to let a person come in or go back home he said they'll let the person come in and then they'll tell the guy well you got to go to court to decide whether you're going to stay or we're going to send you back home so then they give him a court date and the court date's like seven years from the t- so you've got an illegal here waiting seven years to get a court date to decide whether or not they can stay in so they're not yeah. paying taxes they don't have a green card yeah. and he said that's like the dumbest thing he says if you can't can't either get more immigration judges, you know, get them down there to make the decision. Right. Um, you know, it's you a, know, yeah, that it, makes sense. He said, my sister. I still say, yeah. I'm not thrilled with Trump. I'm not thrilled with him as a person, but I think our economy and our defense uh, was a lot stronger when he was in office. We never, we never would have seen, I don't believe 
we would have seen Russia uh, invade Ukraine if Trump was still in office. There's, uh, he, he does carry power. Uh, political leaders do respect him. And Biden, really, as far as I'm concerned, Biden, because of his age, whatever, I don't think he's tough on policies. I mean, nobody respects us anymore. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, this is where the confusion uh, right now politically is going on. But I'd love to see another Kennedy in office, but I think we'd end up seeing the same thing that we did in the past. Yeah, well, that was, I think somebody just said something about Robert Kennedy has been against vaccination because he had kids. And he yes. said, he said, you know, he said, when I was a kid, we had certain vaccinations. He said, and then I started to have kids. And he said, and every time I turn around, they're getting vaccinations. And he said, so I started to look into it. And he said, you don't need, um, you don't need as many vaccinations as what these children are getting and i worked with the guy whose grandson had a cradle death the babies that have cradle deaths and oh, um yeah infant yeah, sad. Yeah, yes and and he Sense. said yeah he said the death. doctor told his son he said a lot of these uh deaths are due to all these babies get all of these shots yeah and it's, it's just too much. too much on their system overloads the pancreas yeah, and yeah, they you know I so so Kennedy's stance is it should be either you want to get either you it's an individual choice as to whether or not you want to get the shot or not the thing with the covid was it was an epidemic everybody thought that the pharmaceutical companies were getting rich they were already rich the they the, the, rich. the pharmaceutical they were already rich they were already making money when this happened they made a lot more money but um it, it's an epidemic so you know how do you you know, this is, it's an epidemic. So well, that said, put it into a different category. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I don't know what the, I don't know what the answers are. Well, neither does the government. Yeah. <laughs> but they, but they can't. If they can't figure it out with their brilliant minds, how are we supposed to come up with it? But I, I really think we probably need another party besides Republican. And Democrat. Yeah. I right? mean, I, I listened to Robert Kennedy and he, I'm like, you know what? He's making sense. And he's like, it's it should be individual choice. Man. You don't yes. need all these vaccinations that they're giving these kids. Like she said, 16, eight to 16 shots. Um, yes. It's altering our, it's altering our DNA. And supposedly it's mutating so quickly that the, the scientists can't keep up with uh, trying to develop a vaccine because it's constantly mutating. That's what I've heard from some epidemiologists. So the shots in many ways are making our immune systems more prone to dying. And this is what they're finding out now. I was talking to somebody that I know that is an epidemiologist, but it, 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 it's frightening. And it's sad, and God knows where we're going to end up. And I think that's why the aliens are coming back, because we need, we need direction. I really do. But your background in political science and your background working for the government is fascinating, Angela. 
Thank you, Peter. Gene just says, standing, uh, Trump just announced he's not going to any debates. He's not going <clears throat> to any debate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Trump, where they're going to get him is with the is with the documents and why he would do that. It's right. going to be hard to get him on the riots. Um, exactly. You know, and it's going to be with the documents. Yes. But yeah, Robert Kennedy Jr. has been against all of these vaccinations. But the, but yet I talk like okay, like uh, the people that I work for at the, at the food store, at the psychic bookstore, they're naturalists. They don't eat any meat, and they're vegetarians. And they did. They took the COVID shots, and people come in and they go, they're so surprised. They said, "Why would you take the shot? You don't know what's in it." And and they said, exactly. "Look, they said, look, we're we're natural." We're vegans. It's being vegetarian is a way for us. But now you have an epidemic. It's a whole different thing. So they just wanted to be protected. But exactly. but it's the pharmaceutical companies were already rich. They didn't need the COVID. Yeah, no, they're, they're they, already... they were all rich. So and also they there's there's work being done at the National Institute of Health every day that they yes. look that they're making this stuff to protect people in case something like COVID happens. So when COVID happened, they were already there. They were already, they were already well, let's there. do it wasn't like they had to start from scratch because they were, they have been working on it. They have been working so, on it. Yes. So I don't they know what they, they, they said. Know. George, George Soros, the Greek billionaire also had a lot of money invested in the, uh, laboratories that were connected with the COVID. So let's, yeah, well, let's, let's not call it the C word. Let's call it the pandemic because we got oh, flagged pandemic. last time. All right. Yeah, we all got right, flagged so, big time. All right. But I'm just saying it's fascinating. It's fascinating to research it. It's fascinating to see the paradigm of what is going on. Do I believe all of it? No, I don't believe all the conspiracies. But we do need somebody, even... Robert Kennedy even came up with a program in Connecticut. It's also, I think, throughout the United States where oil, if people are indigent or they can't. Yeah, yeah, they have, yeah, oil, sure. They, yeah. yeah, that they, uh, he has provided oil for the, the yes. lower class. So uh, I, the Kennedys in this country have done immense work on a socialistic level and, um, I will, you know, if he was still alive today, John F. Kennedy Jr., I think eventually he probably would have tried uh, to uh, run for a president. But um, I don't know. I think he was more like his mother. But I, I do think Robert Kennedy's kids are much yes. more politic, much more They're active, more politically minded. The yes. cat, his daughter was uh, lieutenant governor of Maryland. His son was in Congress. My girlfriend Dottie knew his son. Joseph was in in. Uh, the, oh. Yeah, he was in Congress. Yeah, I mean, yes. they were all, and then they were the ones, Robert Kennedy Jr. and his brother, they made that oil company up in Massachusetts. They were giving out free oil. That's and, it. And they're all, I mean, they all got these law degrees from, from schools. They're not stupid people. And they're I not stupid think, people, yeah. Now, who was the one that was married to the, in the Cuomo family? 
was that was Carrie. That was Carrie Kennedy. That was Carrie the daughter. Kennedy, right. Yeah, and okay. she was married to Cuomo, who used to be a head of the housing and urban development in right. Washington D.C. Right. And my husband worked for him. My husband worked for Cuomo. Oh, Alan, well, that was that was Andrew Cuomo, correct? Yeah. But you now she know, got divorced from him. Did not know. They're no. divorced. And who was the Cuomo that got in trouble in New York City? Was that Andrew or there's two I think Cuomo's. That, was, that, that was Andrew and Chris. Chris got into trouble for what he for backing his brother on CNN News and he was fired. Well, it was Chris Cuomo that was the head of HUD. He was married to, to Kennedy. He was married to Carrie Kennedy. My brother, my husband worked for Chris Cuomo Chris at the time Andrew? he was married to Carrie Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, Carrie Kennedy. I knew that there was a political connection between the Cuomos and the Kennedys. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one girl, Kathleen, her daughter drowned over here, close to about 10 yes. minutes from me. But I thought, I think it's an interesting family. I, well, I it's think a it's a fascinating family. I mean, I'm sure they said Robert Kennedy Jr. They said his siblings don't even agree with him. So can you imagine? I mean, I think it's just interesting to watch. But I think he makes sense. He's the only one. I told my husband, I said, I like him. I like what he's saying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and he has no agenda. He doesn't. He's not after the money. There's no agenda. He was brought up rich. I mean, there's. he has no agenda. Well, there's no agenda, but Andrew Cuomo got Andrew Cuomo got into trouble because of the uh, issues with the infidelity and the women that were coming after him and saying that he was uh, improperly touching themselves. He was mayor of New York, right? He was uh, he yeah. was governor, governor of New York, and he got yeah. in trouble with the women. He got in trouble with the woman. This turned out to be a fascinating program. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I do know. I mean, everybody hates the government. And I know. I get it. I get it. But believe <laughs> yeah. me. Believe me. I mean, there are things that are being done that um, there's good things. I mean, there are more. I mean, we watch. The State Department watches what's being imported and exported, so that um, weapons of mass destruction cannot be built. So, and right. and I'm not saying that we're. I mean, there are some good things, and thank God that they were doing some of the things we're doing. But right. I mean, there's some dirty, rotten dogs. I mean, but still, you got people. It's it's like it's like a it's like a war when you go work for the government. You it's like there's. My girlfriend always said, boy, there's dark forces in here. She says, it's like working for the Nazis. And, and, and she says, this, and you can feel it sometimes. You can feel it. You can feel it. You can feel it. And because she goes, my it, God, the, she says, this is like not, we're like, they're like Nazis in here. And, but yes. you keep fighting. And, and yet you, there are good people there that really can pull it through. I mean, there was one general, he was a logistics guy that sat over at the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and he said, he says, boy, it upsets me when people think all we want is war. He said, if I get a phone call and somebody tells me we got to go to war, he says, it just makes me so mad. Do you realize what I have to do to get a war? I have to get off the ships. I have to get off the tankers. I don't want to do all that work, but I mean, it's just... <laughs> you know something... I have never seen you so animated. It's wonderful to see the other side. 
uh, of you. But yeah, this this was fascinating. Well, I can remember back in the um, in the 1999, before the 21st century, everybody was worried about the computer and what yes. is it going to take away our rights? And look at the oh, damage. Yeah. It's oh my god, and you know, and people are paying for stuff online and. And I, I took a class and they had different speakers and some guy came in and he said, it's a, the computer's a great thing. And, you know, look at all the information you can gather at your fingertips. And this is the 21st century. And he says, yes, there are downfalls to it. He says, but that's the price we have to pay to have what we have. He says, it's the price that we're paying. So yeah. do you really want to go back? Of course, I, I still want my computer and everything I can do with it. But yeah, there's a price to pay. I could, my my card, credit card could be hacked or whatever. So I still think it's a better country, though. I mean, I've been to other countries and it's it's scary. Other countries can be scary. I've well, been the country, I've been to communist countries. I've been to Russia twice. And I was followed by the KGB and everything that I said in my hotel room. Uh, they actually came to the door at my hotel. They knocked on the door and I had to go downstairs to talk to the KGB. I felt like I was part of the James Bond movies. It did exist. Uh, this was in, when I was in college in the 70s. They knew everything that I had said. They played back the tape. They recorded everything I said in the hotel room. So that in Russia did take place. Yeah, that's yeah. what they did. That's what they did back then. I've been to Russia one time. They didn't do anything with us, but um, we were visiting some ex-military people. But yeah, my two of my girlfriends went over. They were posed as college students, two, people, two yeah. women that I worked with. They yes. have to pretend they were college students and have to take pictures and look at certain things. Mm -hmm. um, but then they did say, they said, oh, yeah, they were, they were being watched, very closely watched. Yes. Yeah. We were actually asked. We were followed to the airport and they made sure they put us on a flight and they made sure that we left Moscow. We were not allowed to stay in, uh, in Russia. After everything they heard, I heard yelling, I heard screaming, I got into a car and I was escorted to the airport. So it may not happen, you know, there's a lot of nefarious things that happen over here that they don't report because the government won't allow them, I believe. But we can be as ruthless as Afghanistan, as uh, some Iraq or whatever, but it's not always reported. Over there, they, they report it, but... You, you've got an amazing background, Angela. I have a girlfriend whose boyfriend was was one of those in one of those special ops units. He's the leader of the. So they sent him. They'll go. They'll go. Okay, you're going to go over here and you're going to go to this jungle and check it out. And if people give you a hard time, just kill them. I mean, really, really black black <laughs> ops. So she said that they sent his team out somewhere, and and they they came back him and his unit came back and the people oh. that sent him were in shock. They didn't, they sent him and they thought out oh, they're going to be killed, but they still, and 
they said they were in shock that this kid came back with all yes. of his people. They didn't know what to do with him, and it freaked out the it freaked out the kid. It made him so angry because he said it, he finally it finally dawned on him they didn't care about him. Just go do, and if you get killed, you get uh, killed. Who cares? And now, and and he, I mean, he just like went berserk. So he kind of went crazy. So they sent him to a psychologist. And the psychologist said, you're all lucky he didn't come back and kill you all, the people Absolutely. that sent him. So, Absolutely. but yeah, I mean, that's there. I mean, it's it can be, it can be scary. It can be it very can be. scary. Yeah. And right now we're living in scary times, but that's why I, I have two friends. Uh, maybe I can get her on the show in the future. One of my friends is a brilliant empath. And she said, why is everybody so worried about the aliens? We are, they're coming here so we don't create a trilateral nuclear war with Russia and North Korea and the United States because we would all be eviscerated. You know, what's the point of doing it? We, we would all be taken out. Well, I'm not worried about North Korea because... Uh, they can't grow food, and the United States gives them food. We we yes. supply them, so they're not food. they they depend on us for food, a lot of food. So yes. I don't I'm really not worried about the crazy guy in North Korea, but his father. I'm worried about Russia and China, Russia and China, and the the alliance that that they have formed. That's what scares me. Yeah, and Russia is was different than it was maybe ten years ago. Yes, it's correct. Very different now than it's whenever. So it changed. Russia, it could have gone one or two places. It could have kept going and been friendly, but now see, China became part of. China wanted to become part of the. Um, what are they called? The world. It's called the World Trade Association. The World Trade Association. WTO. Yes. And they yes. wanted to become a member because they need to get their, they need to make money too. They need to import, export. So once they became part of that WTO, they're saying, I mean, we, they're sanctions. We have the right to go in to see what they're doing as far as yes. pollution and environmental stuff. And we're going into the cities to make sure that they're complying. But, you know, you go down into the farmlands where hardly anybody lives and they're probably not complying. But right. it's, it's just, you know, it's just, I think people are trying. We're just not getting there, maybe. <laughs> We're not getting there as fast as we. No, it's, no, just, it's true. It's but true. But obviously, you were a cop. I mean, you didn't you see things? They're, 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 it's not. Oh, all yeah. good. You've oh, seen yeah. it. It's oh, not yeah. all good. No. It's not all bad. Bureaucracies are bad. terrible. The bureaucracies are terrible. Terrible yeah. to work yes. in. I don't care if it's a school system, a government, a police agency. I mean, who knows? But you've, I mean, you felt it too, Grizzly, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I worked for one of the corrupt towns. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Sure. My has. God, we've been at this for, <laughs> I'm going to get ready for tomorrow. But this was. Wait, wait, wait. Time. You got to get ready for tomorrow. You got to go do your hair or something? No. I, I'm having my teeth extracted in the morning. Well, you got all night. What what do we rush it off for? Oh my god! I, I'm like I gotta go. I gotta get my nails did. My hair. I gotta get my nails done, and Angela's gonna help me color my hair again. It looks good still. It looks, it looks good. No, it's just fascinating on a political level 
where we have come from. We were a republic. We were declared republic by our forefathers. We're a republic. We're not a democracy. We're, we're a, a republic. republic. Right, correct. Yes. So we're a republic. It's, it's amazing how politically how things are changing. And that's why the, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights are so important. Because we can't, um, sorry for that. <laughs> you want to be tired? <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's fascinating, but it also is from a spiritual point of view. I want to see more spirituality being inculcated with, in Washington. And everything is who's got the most power and what countries we're dealing with countries with oil and countries with what is it uranium and minerals and it's uh, we're, we're it's a mess it's a mess <laughs> it is a mess it is, it is. nobody knows what the rules are anymore there are um, no rules There's no yeah everybody's anymore. doing what they want so you know you just kind of have to take care of yourself and Really, you just have to show gratitude and take care of yourself. That's why yeah. every day I pray for, I go, all right, Russia, don't take oil away from us. South Africa, don't take diamonds away from us. Or Maybe cobalt. Yeah, all of this. I mean, yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, what is it? Ukraine is very rich in minerals. Are they not? Ukrainians, the uh, what do they have? Yeah, they have something. What are they rich in? They have I something. They, ha I think it's what the, the 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 minerals for the electric car batteries. Oh the no no, that's rare that. earth. That's China. China has that. Yeah, China has that. I, the rare uh, earth. Yeah, that's China. And, yeah, um, you, Ukraine is very. I'm trying to remember the. Uh, Minerals, I forgot. My yeah, it's it's not. Uh, it's the it's the it. China has the rare earths, Grizzly. They have yes. all the rare earths, and we need it. That's why it's it's. We need it. Yeah. We need the rare earths, and even if we get rare earths from other countries, it's all coming from China. Yeah, we're in yeah. a world. Hey, Peter, you know we're in that rowboat with no oars. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, you know, don't fight with China. We need their rare earth. I mean, it's the only other rare earth deposit is up in Greenland, and we can't get to it because it's and too cold. Can't you can't it. mine it. Yeah, Even right. What's going on? Uh, who is it? Um, yeah, China. You know, it's funny. I went into a store. And I asked if, where they have uh, these different minerals and the roots and everything. And they said, we're getting it from China and they are boycotting us because of what is going on with trade tariffs and uh, the tax. So we have to start growing them over here. The United States, we have to take our power back. In the 50s and the 60s, we had our, we had the factories going we had the workers, our, you know, our economy was very, because of the war, our economy was very strong and we've given this all up. We've got to bring all the jobs back, all the jobs from what, what they're doing over in China, what they're doing over in Japan. We've made these countries filthy rich. Now we've got to take back our power. So. Well, there's another question for you yes. and Angela and it says, what? What do you think about these three-letter agencies that are not known by the government? 
which was she said the ABC agencies. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there, there are three letter agencies, you know, the ones that we don't know about. The secret side of the government. Oh, the thing. Well, I know about what is it? I know she's uh, talking about the Illuminati. There's also a secret society with the Masons, Knights of Columbus. There's quite a few secret societies that are going on, but the government is connected to all of them. That's what I found out. Well, they say that they decide who the president is. Correct. That's what I heard. That's yeah. why I said Trump ain't going to be president. No. No. You know, I was on a national show, Peter and a Angela, and they were like, President Trump, ex-President Trump, needed 11,000, let's just say 12,000 votes. And I asked them, and I said, if they got the 12,000 votes today, what's going to happen? Nobody could answer that question. Yeah. Well. What would happen? Somebody explain it. Somebody said to me, a psychic who I'm friendly with, said that if Trump gets back in to office, they believe that something would be similar to what happened with the Kennedys. So I don't know if, if that's true or not. But, um, and you know, the other thing I'm thinking of, and I don't want to get into a political debate, but Hillary also did things with Benghazi and with classified information, and yet they're not going after her. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? There, was, there was a big, big difference between uh, she had confidential information. Yes. And when yes. what they did is when they looked at her information, they were looking at the top and the bottom to look at the caveats. Right. There wasn't any. They were they were confidential in there. She now what Trump and also when she got when she found out when they they said you have classified information, she handed everything she over instead investigate. Yes. Right. Now, Trump took out this stuff. You're talking about satellite images in the sky that can tell you what other countries are doing, what their motives are, where they're moving their equipment, what they're making, classification right. at the highest levels that when men, that people hand, count, hand carry this information in briefcases with their handcuff, with handcuffs to the suitcase and so they can show the information because you have to sign for it and date it big difference now when trump took the information the fbi went to him and said knocked at the door and says you've got to return that information well he, it, knew, he, knew, he knew it, it. he did not he, he hung on to it for a month so the yes. fbi said please give it back or we're going to have to rest and he didn't he was stubborn you have yes. Joe Biden, you have Obama, you have Pence. They all got caught with classified information. They all said, uh-oh, sorry, come on in and get it, do the investigation. Now, one time I was getting polygraphed for my job, and one of the things they ask you is, did you ever take classified information at home? home, right. Or have you ever mishandled classified information? And I said, no, I never did. <laughs> And um, and then I remembered um, 
I did some guy get one of my supervisors gave me a rating and they did it and they made it a classified rating and I brought it home. So I said, Oh yeah, I did. The guy, I said, I brought my rating home and then I have to bring it back because he classified it. And the guy said, well, that was stupid of your, I mean, that was really stupid of your boss because who in the heck writes that rating classified. But what the guy told me, the guy, he said, people in like, I've had, he says, people that handle classified information for years and years and years, he says, we expect them at some point, they're going to bring it home, they're going to mishandle it, something's going to happen. And he said, because we're because people make mistakes. He said, but if you say like, oh, well, you know, I did that. He says, it doesn't mean that you're selling secrets to the enemy or that you're a spy or that you want to make money. He says these things happen. So it was the way that other people did it, but but they said, oh, okay, sorry. Do the investigation, find out. And Trump just wouldn't give it up. I mean, the well, answer was, yeah, Trump, yeah, he did want to. It was the way. They said, why, yeah. why was he so stubborn? Plus, and they had to knew, go in and get it. Knew. And they gave him a chance. He knew that they were coming to Mar-a-Lago. He knew, and yet he had the classified information move from one room to the other. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in any way saying that Hillary was in the same category, but um, I don't know. The man is amazing. He's managed to circumvent uh, prison, and you know, prison time. It's going to be fascinating to see. Mm-hmm this whole thing unfolds but um yeah oh i think i mean other people i mean other secretary i mean bill cohen he was secretary of defense he said if i would if i did what trump did he said i would be in handcuffs and in jail and the only reason he's not in jail is because they're afraid of a riot they're they're afraid afraid they're afraid of massive riots yes and that's a shame because at some point trump really had the attention of the people. I mean, he had it. Whenever he had those people didn't know which way to go between Hillary or him, they went with him and he had it. He, he had, had it. The and then and he the, just yes. He could have done much more. He could have done much but better than what he that, did. That, I think yes. so because he had it. Yeah. Well, we don't know ultimately what is going to end up happening, but um yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? Who knows? But one yeah. time we went into um to what was that one place over in Bosnia? Do you ever hear that time in Bosnia? Um, the United States was fighting in Bosnia, and yes. they yes. had they missed that they had they had coordinates of a target, and they went to bomb it, and it had the wrong coordinates, and they bombed the Chinese embassy. Do you remember I that? Remember one? that? Yes. <laughs> and it was at nighttime, so nobody got killed. Nobody, but they nobody blamed. Got killed, they tried. Oh my God. Yeah, so what that. happened? Yes. Yeah, so they blamed the CIA because the CIA gets blamed for everything. That came out of the office I worked with. That's that came out of the office I worked. Came back and they said, "Who put? They put the wrong coordinate in the the targeteer. <laughs> put the wrong coordinate in, and when Boom. they went to bomb and bomb, they bombed the Chinese embassy." So George Tennant was, uh, and they blamed the CIA, and we let him because we weren't, you know, the CIA gets blamed for everything. Well, here, George Tennant came to our office, and he said, I want you people to know 
because, you know, then we were getting geared up to go to Iraq years later. Then it was Iraq. So yeah. George Tennant said, I want you to know I got a, I got a letter from the president of China. He said in the letter, he gave me the names of all of his embassies worldwide with their coordinates. And he said, so please <laughs> take this and make sure that you do not bomb another Chinese embassy. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. So Whoops! It came back like a listen. Like we left for work like one night, and then like you know, then you're back in the morning, and they're like, "Whoa!" Because I work the um, Chinese desk. I mean, and they're like, and they said, "Okay, who put?" It was in Bosnia. They said somebody was, put in I the wrong coordinates. They bombed yeah. the Chinese embassy. They go, but <laughs> yeah. nobody got hurt. It was at nighttime. But, you know, the Chinese government is very upset. And so they blame the CIA. We were like, let them. The <laughs> <laughs> They're entitled to one mistake. <laughs> yeah, what was that? It was DIA. It wasn't C. It was oh, the and then George Tennant came out because I got a letter. He said, in it, it's from the president of China. <laughs> Every embassy in the world, the China, and with the coordinates. So whatever you do, make sure that you do not bomb. <laughs> <laughs> he said, okay. Oh, that's funny. That so you can't help from laughing at that one. That is so incredible. I bet your all's faces were priceless. I bet your all's faces were priceless. Yeah, the target here. Next yeah. time we can talk about Hunter Biden. And if that oh, was... yeah. Yeah, okay. he's in trouble too. He's in trouble. About also. time. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. And I think too, um, you know, in, I'm not making up, you know, I think that he, you know, he had a little problem with drugs and that, you know, he saw the accident where his mother was killed and his sister and all of yes. that, or his brother, yes. or what sister. I mean, I don't think he's had a hard, easy time of it, but that doesn't give him the right to do what he did. But you know what I mean? And I think he right. does kind of have that druggy personality, but it's not right either. You know, it's not no. right. No, it isn't right. No. And there's been some, uh, there's been issues with favoritism there. I mean, if it was somebody else's son, he would have probably been behind bars. But Joe, oh, yeah, absolutely. When you come from a political dynasty, that's the, that's the difference. Well, they, they said the guy in, in Delaware, Biden kept the the, uh, the prosecutor, the guy who prosecuted Biden or Hunter yeah. Biden was Trump's person. Biden, President Biden didn't take him out. And he told the guy, he said, you do whatever you need to do for my son. Well, right. Hunter came, he's, you know, he's not drunk anymore or for drugs that so he paid the taxes and gave up the gun. And they said, well, gee, that's good. That's good enough. It's not good enough. He's, she still should do some time, he even though he time. paid, he still has to do time because what he right. did was wrong. Right. And the prosecutor was the same guy that Trump put in and, and President Biden left him there for the reason that you're going to go after my son and it's a Trump appointee because you're not going to come back at me saying I appointed somebody to show favoritism to my son. Yeah. Yeah. And 
in that Jack Smith who is ahead of who's persecuting Trump. Oh yeah, who's persecuting he's not. Trump. I mean, yes. he came from out of the country too, from the Hague. <laughs> he persecutes. Yeah, he, he does war criminals. Yeah, I mean, he's no nonsense either. I mean, it's it's tough. It's rough. It's just watching all of this is just well, mind-blowing. let me tell you, this is better than watching the Kardashians or any other uh, reality soap opera. Because you, know, you see, it's like one person, you feel, oh, yeah, you know, they really got the edge or Trump's going to get off and then something happened. Uh, maybe not. It's like maybe it's just and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah. and everybody, you heard it here on Grizzly on the Hunt with Angela Ford and Peter Marks. You heard it? That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and with our next missing government, we'll delve into the Iraqis, and then we'll go to Iran. <laughs> and I'm going to be oh, swimming good. with the fishes tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm going to be missing. The aliens are going to come get me. Oh, God. So, yes. So, but, but anyway. Well, I knew I knew it got serious when Angela put that pad and paper down and she leaned back yeah, and well, leaned forward. It I'll, was coming. I'll be honest with you about something tonight, and I hope she won't get mad. I decided if Angela wasn't going to talk that much tonight, I was going to throw out something tonight to see if she went. And thank God you decided you wanted to talk about it because I wanted you to be, you know, a little bit more animated, and you were wonderful. I mean, yes, she was. Background. Oh, I know about that government. Stuff. I mean, I know, oh, I know, know what they did. It. Absolutely, yeah. And it's not all. I mean, it's not conspiracy upon because a lot of no. it is just plain old dysfunction. And and you've seen that, Grizzly, probably yes. where you are. Yes. A lot of yes. it's just plain old dumbness and dysfunction. Everybody thinks that that psychic fun. program. They go, oh, that was a secret CIA program. No, it wasn't. We were a small unit. Nobody looked at us, and we were always fighting to survive. It, they yeah. make it, if you read about it now, you act like it's very mystical. I'm like, my God, we we worked in pre-World War One barracks. I mean, <laughs> if we would have, I mean, it's a wonder we all smoked. It's a wonder the, the, the wood didn't catch on fire. I mean, it was so dried out. It I'm wasn't that you. much. I'm thinking of Timothy Leary. Remember Timothy Leary? Mm -hmm. Who was the other one? Uh, Timothy Leary was, what was it? With, um, oh, God, LSD. And then there was somebody, who was the other famous one? Timothy Leary and there was somebody else. I actually, my parents, when I was young, took my sister and I to Woodstock. I don't know why, but we, we nagged them so much. They took us to Woodstock and it was amazing. It was Did you like it? Did you like it? I loved it. Everybody was smoking hot, hashish. The oh, great. Yeah, oh there we God. go. There went we, that we, channel. My, my father would not, he wouldn't drop us off. He didn't drop us off. My parents stayed with us. They rented a hotel room. We were brought to the grounds, but my parents monitored us. We did not do any of the drugs. How old were you, Peter? I must have been about 14, 15 years old. Yeah. But it was yeah. fascinating. I mean, you had Jim Morrison there. You had, and I was also, there was so much going on. 
politically back then with the anti-war and freedom. And it was a fascinating time in, in our history and our culture. So, I thought it was interesting. It was very scary. I mean, talk about people, I mean, riots. And that was very, very scary. That was, and then I think, yes. and now we're closing up. I think now we're getting conservative again. But I do think that we need to be able to think I don't know. I think they changed our education system. I think people just memorize information. They're really not thinking. So I don't know. I mean, I just don't know where we're heading. Believe me, I don't I don't understand the young people anymore. I don't want to understand them. I don't care. They get on my nerves. <laughs> but when I teach classes, it's like I can't take these young kids. But I don't know. I don't know. But I try we're, to just take care of myself. We're heading into more of a dysfunctional world because during the day I see it wherever I go. When I was growing up, you had to go out and play with the kids. Today you go out and you play with the kids and you play with your computer and your, your Android or your iPad, whatever. Today there's very little interaction between teenagers anymore. Everything's on the computer. You yeah, but you can't even let kids out anymore to play. They get abducted. I, know I mean, that. I can remember we walk, we would walk to school, walk home to school, go to the mall, but yes, now I you can't even that. do that with kids. No, no, you can't. You can't let them go today. It's it's a very frightening, very frightening time. And how are we going to change things? I don't know. We can't go back. We can't go back. We're in the computer age. Even we should also do a show in the future on AR. AI, artificial intelligence. That's another major topic. That's thing. another thing that's coming in too. I, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's taking over all of us. Artificial intelligence. Yes. Well, we have our work cut out for us. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah, yeah we sure do. Sometimes I take notes on what people are saying and what they're asking. Yeah. I do also. I sometimes I do take notes or look or look stuff up while they're taught if I don't know a word or something. Yeah, well, it's good. You know, that shows intelligence. I write down words. I don't understand them. I go to the dictionary, look them up. Even tonight, I it wasn't quite sure where we were going to go. When you started talking, I was going to take notes because I'm fascinated with political science. I'm fascinated with everything. You know, you name it, computers, agriculture, uh, quantum physics, yeah, uh, all of that. We live in a, a, a massive intellectual world. There is so much out there and so much to learn. There really is. And, and, and podcasts like this, you know, years ago when we were growing up, I wish we had uh, these podcasts like uh, Chris has created. Back then, we didn't. You couldn't talk to your. No, and I and, and I like to write, and I think I'm a better writer because I have the computer. Correct. I can look something up if I have a hard time. If I'm trying to say, you know, I can go to what do I want to say? I write better. I write faster. Right. I have a little system that cleans up the grammatical errors. <laughs> look at that! Random. Wildfires <laughs> in Eastern Washington just listed. Yeah, no, the state, of, in Eastern Washington. the state of Washington. 
You yep. can't tell me that this is all happening from natural causes. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm stupid. Who knows? Maybe I am, but I don't believe these are just natural uh, disasters that are happening. And the flooding, the tsunamis, the hurricanes, the tornadoes, are we messing around with our global, uh, the climate changes, all of this, global, uh, what you may call it, global warming. Yeah. So many fascinating topics that we can um, touch upon, but um, that's it for me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, from uh, coast to coast and around the world, that's a wrap. We'll catch okay. you on the next show. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Take Thank care. You. Have a great night, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye-bye. It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, ship, should we run? <laughs> no. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, shit. Should we run? <laughs> okay. It's a grizzly. Are you sure it's not Jim Monk? It's a grizzly. Money here. Huh. Maybe it is a chipmunk. It's a grizzly. Oh, Are we going to die? I don't know. We're just going to sit here and listen and watch. Let's get out of here, maybe. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>